negatively affect us. Although it may seem positive and okay at the time, they can ultimately send us down the wrong path and into further confusion. This happens a lot today and the bookshelves in our personal development sections in our bookstores encourage our supermarket attitude and our behaviour to our emotional and spiritual ailments. I personally feel this consumption of energy in the form of theory or advice from others can be a risk. Everyone has made that same basic mistake, which is self-forgetfulness, over-identification with our roles and attachment to our possessions. And that means that everyone carries and communicates some form of fear. And it's easy to absorb the fears and hurts of others as we consume their ideas and their emotions in our interactions with them. It can also lead to a form of dependency, whether it's on the guru or simply a scripture. And dependency of any kind is a form of disempowerment. The second source of energy, or power, lies deep within yourself. And the purpose of meditation is to tap into this energy directly and consciously. Just as the earth is made up of layers of sand and rock and silt, so your consciousness is layered with memories, personality traits, habits, impressions, even beliefs. But at the core of the earth, there is simply pure energy. And it's the same in the context of consciousness. At the core of you and me, there is also pure spiritual power, pure light, pure energy. It surfaces sometimes in the form of wisdom or intuition, or flashes of insight. But more often, it is out of sight, beneath the barriers of our personality and our habits. This power also lies in the opposite direction from where we mostly believe power lies. It is found on the inside, while we seek mostly power on the outside. But once you begin to tap into this power through your meditation practice, you begin the process of self-empowerment or self-healing, even self-learning. And this is the basis of building your own self-esteem and self-respect, which is in turn the basis of your self-confidence and ultimately your self-management on a practical day-to-day -day basis. Let's stay for a moment with the idea of self-healing, for there is much that needs to be healed within each one of us. A lifetime of wrong action, born of that ignorance of who we are, that ignorance of the laws which govern our lives together has meant we have thought and felt and done many things which have wounded and hurt ourselves. In fact, those self-wounding and self-hurting processes for many of us have now become daily habits and we often feel we are at their mercy. They're often followed by the self-talk which goes something like, why did I say that? What made me do that? Fifteen years ago, this was how I felt, at the total mercy of my habits, which were hurting me. So deep were those negative habits of thought and action, I couldn't see a way out or a way through. 
Every time I tried to change, I was overpowered by the strength of those habits. And so I kept making the same mistakes, causing myself the same pain. Happiness, contentment, joy were fleeting visitors and dependent, usually, on some external physical stimulation. That's why only the highest and purest source of energy can heal the deepest wounds and make the deepest changes. And that energy is what we sometimes refer to as God. And this is the third source of spiritual power. For many people, God is a difficult idea, possibly even pressing buttons of resistance and triggering a negative inner response. And this is understandable. We may not have died or killed in the name of God, in this birth at least.